0: Everyone, I hope your week has been as eventful as mine has been. And that's really what inspired this week's episode. This crazy story happened that really brought this whole month and this whole topic full circle in my life. And I mean, I just have to jump right into it. So my favorite thing to do is go plant shopping. Always has been, probably always will be. And I woke up one morning and my mom barged into my room because we all know I still live at home, and she was like, "You want to go plant shopping with me?" Mind you, like, I'm dead asleep. I'm like, what? And of course, I was like, absolutely, I want to go. And she's like, okay, get ready in five minutes. Let's go. Toss on a hat. We run out the door. We're at the plant shop and we buy, mind you, like, a hundred something plants. She was buying a lot to stock up for her business, to build this beautiful plant wall, and I was just getting a couple for my room. So we buy a ton of plants at this shop. We get home i go to work i spend my day we're apart whatever i'm driving home from work that night and she texts me and she goes live something just jumped out of the plants at me I, i'm freaking out i don't know what to do and she looks and it's a frog a frog literally jumped out of one of the plants that we bought at her and it was living in there we don't know how long it has been in there we don't know where it came from if it was living in the greenhouse that these plants are stored at or If they import these plants from somewhere and the frog was there. But long story short, I now have a new pet named Toes, but my mom wants me to name him Lucky because here's where it gets kind of crazy. This month, all of my affirmations have been I am exactly where I need to be. I am so lucky. Everything in my life is working out for me. Everything just works out for me without me having to try, right? I've been really embracing. Just taking on these lucky manifestations, and then the other day, my mom goes, "Well, I think you should name change Toes' name to Lucky." Did you know that frogs are good luck? And so I really took a deep dive into the meaning behind frogs, and they have some very deep spiritual and ancient-rooted meanings across a lot of different cultures. But they're known across all of these cultures, basically, to bring prosperity. Abundance, transformation, and what do you know? Good luck. <laughs> so it was really crazy that trying to take on these lucky affirmations and really trying to immerse myself in this new life of abundance and goal setting and achieving goals. So, prosperity and transformation and transforming from who I was to now this person who is actually taking hold of everything that they've been setting out to do. It really just brought me full circle, and we'll talk more about it later in the episode. But I just had to start with that story because now I have a little pet frog. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll put a little clip in here of him, but he's just sitting over there on my dresser. I went to the pet store. I got him a perfect little aquarium. I got him his light. I gave him a couple of live plants in there. I give him crickets. I mean, he's starting to warm up. Obviously, he was scared. Who wouldn't be scared? I was in a greenhouse and on a truck and transported a million places, and now I'm in a, l- a girl's home. <laughs> Who am I, right? That's what I would be thinking if I was this frog. So I'm just glad that he ended up in our house, a place where I've always been a fr- fan of frogs. I mean, I grew up at my lake house catching them all summer, and so uh, he's really just become a nice part of our family and my little sign of good luck. He's such a cutie. But that brings us around to the topic for today. And our topic today, it's been all the rage lately. Like, why do you think my January affirmations were all about being lucky? It started to come back to surface on TikTok and then obviously made its way across the internet and now you can't live without hearing the words lucky girl syndrome, right? (laughs) But simply put, lucky girl syndrome is the belief that you are already the luckiest person alive. This, it's this deep-rooted feeling that everything always works out for you no matter what. And we're going to dive even deeper into lucky girl syndrome and why it actually works and why it's not just a trend. Trends come and they go, but lucky girl syndrome, if you truly apply and believe its laws into your life, is so much more than a trend. It can become truly life-changing. But let me tell you, Just by you guys being here and listening to the podcast so far, like the past 16 episodes, you're ahead of the game on lucky girl syndrome because we talk about reflecting. We talk about taking a deeper look at our mindsets, understanding how we interact with the world around us. And we've been doing that for weeks now. And just by listening, even if you aren't applying all of those lessons to your life, you're becoming more aware and more conscious of your thoughts and your growth. And that is really the fundamental properties of becoming a lucky girl. So how does lucky girl syndrome actually work? Before we heard the term, or before I heard the term lucky girl syndrome, I was practicing being a lucky girl through the law of assumption. And the law of assumption is the belief that everything that has been created on this earth was once just a figment of the imagination. So if we can imagine something we can therefore bring it into our lives. We can create it into existence. I made a TikTok, like, about my Starbucks coffee cup and how the cup was just a thought and about how the drink was just a thought. And that's just a small idea of how we can bring thoughts into existence. But this ranges beyond just material things. It's the same for material and non-material things. So therefore, creating opportunities for yourself, creating interactions for yourself, right? So these non-material things can also be manifested through this way of believing. And this is why you often hear people say, your thoughts can create your life. Because truly, they can. When we believe that we can do something, actually achieve it. We are more likely to put in the work to achieve that goal. However, if we're consistently complaining or in the state of belief that nothing ever works out for us, we're going to not want to stay consistent long enough to actually make it work. Our minds want to be right. Our minds always want a little bit of validation as to why what we're thinking is true, why we're never wrong, right? So if we are believing that nothing ever works out for us or that bad things always happen to us our minds are going to take the first sign of that and be like, see, I told you so. This bad thing happened to you. Bad things always happen to you because it wants to be right. Most of us don't live in the natural state of wanting to prove ourselves wrong. I mean, sometimes in my life I am. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to prove myself wrong and that's where I build confidence. But most people don't live in that natural state. But this also works in vice versa. If we're in this flow state of believing that good things are always happening to us, our mind is going to consistently see those good things and lead us to believe that we're on the right path, we're doing the right thing, we are exactly where we're supposed to be. The law of assumption works backwards in the sense that we must first believe that we already have what we desire. Our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between The things we visualize and the things that are truly in our reality. Similar to how our bodies don't really know the difference between a thought that's invoking a very strong emotion to come up so therefore we want to cry or we feel this pit in our stomach or hence anxiety or an emotion coming up from something that's happening in the present moment. Meaning though that we can program our minds to create a moment into existence a desire into existence by attaching a feeling to it. And this is how I do a lot, a lot, a lot of my visualizing manifesting. When we visualize or imagine ourselves obtaining our desire, an emotion comes up. What is this emotion, right? That's the question. So I want you to actually sit right now and think about this. Take a moment to imagine yourself actually crossing the finish line. Getting that acceptance letter. Meeting the person that you're going to be with forever. Visualize whatever it is that the goal that you have been trying to manifest or work towards happening to you right now. Let's take 30 seconds. Now, what does that feel like? Really see it. Notice what you're feeling. Is it warmth in your stomach? Is it butterflies, tears, joy? It doesn't matter what it is. But know that the more you allow yourself to feel that feeling, the more your brain and your body are going to seek new ways to bring it into your life. Because it's a, your body has already felt that feeling. Your body already knows what it feels like to have that dream to obtain that goal and it's going to continue to search for that it's going to keep looking keep bringing things into your life because you believe that you are worthy and deserving of it because you think you already have it and so your brain searching it's like we have this thing we have this thing where is it um let me create it right yes <laughs> but here's the thing is Sometimes what we truly desire isn't what the universe has planned for us. This is where we have to take signs that are coming from around us into play. This is where my new bestie Toes, or Lucky if we can decide on a name for him, is a sign to me that I'm on the right path. Even if I don't know entirely what that path is, I know that where I am and what I'm doing has some type of meaning. It is leading me on the right path. I took him as a sign in my life that, look, everything's as it should be. We're in the right place. And this is similar to one of the lessons. I just took the Dear Gabby Manifesting Challenge this January. And this is one of the, similar to one of the lessons that she was teaching us. And she calls it catching driftwood. And this is when you notice things around you falling into place, even if it isn't directly happening to you. I'll give you another example of this that isn't quite literally a frog coming into your life. But I've been on this journey of defining a path for my life that will hopefully mean something both to me and to my community. It will bring us fulfillment or a piece of purpose. And my current desire is to work on building a wellness platform for my community, also for myself. And I absolutely look up to Melissa Wood-Temperberg and Sammy Clark For what they have created in that space. I myself, in some ways, hope to create my platform through similar practices of connecting deeper with ourselves, finding peace, love, joy, and success through all of the fun that life holds. I also have this huge dream, like we know, of being in Sports Illustrated Swim. And just last week, Melissa Ward Temperberg was announced as the newest rookie of Sports Illustrated. I absolutely took this as a piece of driftwood falling into my life. It's a sign that even though I didn't get the message from Sports Illustrated, even though it wasn't my platform being featured, that the work I am doing is meaningful, that it matters and that people who are in the space that I hope to be are achieving those dreams. If one person wins, if one woman wins, we all win. They show us the possibilities for everyone else to therefore create and do the same. So my point is that although you may not be living in the current reward of your lucky girl manifesting, noticing the wins, the coincidences, the little lucky moments can help to show you that the the universe is hearing you. You are being supported and everything is on its way to you in perfect timing. Let's go through some affirmations and some journaling prompts. For being a lucky girl. And now, just doing affirmations and just journaling are not going to bring these desires into your life. Just as, like, thinking a bad thought once isn't going to bring it into your life. But, like I was saying, if you are consistently having those bad thoughts, your mind is going to believe that. And then your mind controls your actions, and your actions are going to henceforth cause you to be right and cause you to fail right? So these affirmations and these journal prompts are going to be a good guide to help truly make your mind believe that you are the luckiest person you have ever met in your life. Everything works out for you, which there's two affirmations for you. Some other ones that I like to incorporate are just, I mean, it can be as simple as, I'm lucky, period. Actually, I was using this last week and it's just that No matter what I do, it just works out. Even if there's a problem in my life, you know what, it just works out for me. Doesn't matter who I'm around, what I'm with, what the situation is, it's just gonna work out in my favor. I'm always gonna end up on top. I am, we've been saying this all episode, exactly where I am supposed to be. Or the universe is always working in my favor, even if I don't see it happening. Or there are signs all around me That are showing me that I am lucky, that everything I desire is coming to me. I'm in the perfect place at the perfect time. I am on the right path to achieving my dreams. All of those can be used. You can break those down. You can use any affirmations you want, but those are some that I love to use. And you can go even further and use these as journal prompts. Ask yourself next time you sit down at your journal, what is something lucky that has happened to me recently? Has there been a sign or a piece of driftwood that floated into my life? How are other people achieving the things that I want to achieve? Is that showing me something? Or ask yourself about your mindset. Where's my mind? Am I thinking pretty consistently positively or lucky? Or do I find myself complaining a lot? This is, goes back very similarly To our episode on growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Do we typically notice when we're in these negative mind loops? How can I pull myself out of them? Or when I'm in a good positive mindset loop, how can I capitalize on it? How can I make sure that I am doing the things that I need to be doing when I'm in that good state? Are you journaling when you're in that great state? Are you putting forth a little to do plan? Are you scheduling out your week and putting in those actions to really make those dreams come true? This is a pretty quick, short little episode, but I really don't have too much more to say. And I felt like I could talk for hours about this topic because the law of assumption and mindset is really my shtick, you guys. Like, I've been about this topic since before it was a topic. (laughs) But I truly believe that you guys have already done a lot of this work and that if you listen back to some of the other episodes, there are really key points that all connect back to changing your mindset and to believing that you are truly lucky and worthy of your desires. And I think that we've done a lot of the fun- fundamental work to get to this point. And so I don't want to repeat and continue to bog you down with the things that we should be doing or we can be doing. I want you to just sit and truly believe and truly take in these affirmations and take this trend and run with it because you've done the work and I can see it happening for you. Just as I and catching these pieces of driftwood and seeing it happening for myself. And so I'm just gonna leave you guys with some segments that we have going on. My spark courage things are across the room for me. Hold on, I have to get up and get them. Okay, they have been got. <laughs> did you guys do the one that we did last week? Did you think about something that you weren't really good at and try to do something to make you a little bit better? I'll tell you the truth for me. I So I started thinking, I was like, what's something that I don't think I'm good at? But then it popped into my mind that something I've been telling myself recently is that I am good at everything I do, right? So I felt like it was in some ways contradictory and obviously, like, we can't go into toxic positivity and believe that we're, you know, the best at everything, this and that. We have to be truthful and honest about the things that we could use work on. But I didn't want to dive too deep into the things that I truly didn't think I was good at because I didn't want to, I didn't want to remind myself that there are things that I'm not good at because I'm living in this state of flow of believing that I'm truly good at everything I do. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't do last week's prompt. I know, but (laughs) we are going to try again and see if this week's brings us any better of a prompt. Let's see. Doodly doo. Okay. This week says Oh, this one's cute. It says find a role my- model who exemplifies courage for you and ask for advice. I think that's something that's really important and something that has come into my life quite a lot recently is finding mentors, finding women who are already in the spaces that I want to be and just becoming friends with them. Working for them, asking them for advice, but also seeing how I can help them how I can add value to their lives. And I think that it creates a really beautiful partnership and puts you in places that maybe you didn't expect yourself to be. So that's a great one. Find a role model who exemplifies courage for you. Ask for advice. Love it. I'll actually do that one. I swear. (laughs) Without further ado, you guys, I want you to drink so much water. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself you love yourself. I'm looking behind me again. Olivia, I love you. I'm telling myself, Olivia, I love you. I want you guys to tell yourself that you love yourself. Tell your friends that you love them. And until next week, do your lucky girl affirmations. Know that you are exactly where you are supposed to be. Keep doing the work. I am so proud of you. You are so lucky. See you next Thursday.